Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... Where, 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 where... Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy. <sighs> How good is life? This is the episode I've dreaded. It's the episode that we've all been waiting for. Here we go. You! Calling Come on, Chris. You're not moving. I can't, I can't. That was some bootleg shit techno remix, but, um, you know, I thought everyone's heard the the original so many times over the last week. I'll uh, mix it up a bit. How you going, mate? I'm great. That's good. Hang on a sec. Oh, it doesn't get old. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, it looks like you're enjoying that. Well, cheers. Th- Hang on, let me just cheers our folks at home here. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> there are, I mean, this is a terrible <sighs> audio podcast viewing. But, Sorry. Uh, uh, oh, look, um, you can explain what you just did. Oh, no, I just cheersed our YouTube viewers. And um, if you jump on the YouTube, like and subscribe, um, you'll you be able see, to see that. You can see what's happened. And you'll see uh, the kit. I'm in full kit. Yeah, I'm not. As this is a, this will be a basically ninety to one hundred and twenty minutes of hell for me. This is look, I won't, I won't drag it on. But as Fly McRae says, shallow losses and deep wins, and I am in a deep, 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 deep part of our winning. You are look. You I may never come out. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I hope you never come out like this again. Uh, I do. I do have to say something beforehand. Let's hear it. I was. I was. Ru- I was ru- Come on, let it out. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was there wrong. There we go, kids. There I we go. I put my hand up. Put my hand on my heart. I was wrong. Why? What? what but just for the listeners who might not know what you're talking about, why were you wrong? What were you wrong about? Oh, geez, where do I start? Um, I wasn't wrong about trucker caps. I'm very, I like this fit. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong about the Collingwood Football Club and its mm. premiership aspirations mm, for this yes year. Yes, you were. Yes, you were indeed. I said I didn't think they could make finals. I didn't think it was sustainable. And you know mm. what they did, Tim? You also said they couldn't win the flag. They're at a premiership contention. But yes, go on. I, these bastards just, they just kept winning. In, just, the, in the unsustainable fashion. Ain't got no quid in us. The analytics community is up in arms. The Python models are breaking you everywhere. Shove your analytics straight up there. <laughs> yeah, well, I did. <laughs> and it's been shoved straight up me. You're not the only one who's basically told me where to shove things. You know what? So. It's a, actually a lesson, and we've talked about this before. Stats are, should be used as a tool to form an Correct. opinion, not as the opinion. So all you nerd burgers out there who are currently eating a Collingwood Premiership, just remember that. 
it's a tool. Yes. It's not your only. It's not your only. Um, it's your eye test. It's your gut feel. It's all combined. Look, it wasn't the only reason, <laughs> uh, but look, I was wrong. Yeah, uh, you, it you're, Trust you're big, me, you're it, a big man for saying it. So it happened. Do. It happened four times today. I was wrong. Uh, and it, you know but what? you didn't record it on a podcast. That's the difference. No, but I was loud enough in my office for people to hear what I was wrong about. Oh, I was okay. a bit unhappy. But anyway, Look, I was wrong. No, that's all good, mate. It's all good. Collingwood um, were Collingwood were unbelievable in the finals. In true Collingwood fashion, they. I think won, our, our biggest win was seven points. They won three games in which they looked gone in all of them. Mm, yeah, I reckon that's fair. And uh, yeah, they basically. Shoved it up me. Um, but no, they didn't just shove it up you. They shoved it up the whole community. Um, Caroline Wilson, Jordan Lewis, Max Lawton. I've named names before. I'll name them again. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's your... <laughs> hope you wearing steel caps. Holy <laughs> crap. They're the ones that said Collingwood couldn't make it, couldn't sustain it. Who was the last name you said? Said you'd never make it. Um, oh, Max Lawton. Who's that? <laughs> Asked me that last time. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> Sorry, Max. Shout out to you, Max, at home yeah, if you're good listening. On you, Maximilian. I got no idea who you are. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, obviously, you look like you enjoyed it. It was a good day, I'm um, guessing. In all seriousness, it was the best um, footy day of my life. Better than 2010. Like 2010, um, in a weird way, I always had a little bit of an asterisk because it was that replay. It wasn't like the, um, the pure grand final experience. Yeah. Mm. Um, so as much as I enjoyed it back then, I've I've always craved just a proper September flag. Like I was, you know, yeah. I was I was pretty young in nineteen ninety. Still enjoyed it, but wasn't there. But to be there, it's funny when you go to a grand final. Wouldn't know. Um, when your team's in it, it's like it's it's like you're either going to a New Year's Eve party or a funeral, and you don't know which one it is. I went to a funeral, this but you year. have to, <laughs> but you have to prepare either way. Yeah. So. Like I was, I was um, chomping at the bit, but I was you're chomping. Also... I think I messaged you in the morning. Like I, I turned a little bit superstitious. You turned it to me, sentimental. I Welcome. was just, I was just putting on little, you know, badges and stuff from a, I had as a kid. I was just, just looking for some sort of anything. Just um, that's also that's wholesome. It was pretty wholesome. Yeah, I had like, um, I had my um, granddad's ring on um, that when he passed away a few years ago, he handed it down. I had my uncle's. Um, nine eighty three membership, um, badge. Yeah, and I had a, a little badge at my old man. Oh, so my old man's in um, Europe at the moment. So I um, I thought I'd just you know just as I said, I was just looking for anything, any little anything I could hold on to. And you know, you know, any you sentimental did? signs. And you know what you did is you delved into my department. I did, and I didn't like it at all. No, how bad is it? Oh, it's terrible. It's the it's worst thing ever. Thing, horrible thing. You're uncomfortable, and the mental anguish you go through if you even. So much as a hair moves, you're like, mm. oh, I've completely fucked this for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but look, and I was, look, I was, I, I made a schoolboy error. I got a, um, have you ever had a Vietnamese coffee? Oh, God, no. But that just, that, my, we might need a toilet break just Well, the, the Vietnamese coffee is probably the closest thing you can get to crack cocaine. It's, it's probably the last thing you want when you've got a um, already Upset racing, tummy. no, racing heart and, and the nerves. It? Are, it's just, it's got as much caffeine as you could ever put into a single drink. Is it is it iced or is it warm? Yeah, it's iced. Actually, if you like coffee, you'd love it, I reckon. 
Really? It's a little bit more condensed milk than normal milk. Oh, no, thank you. Okay, it's pretty no, sweet. No, no. But it's got coffee up the wazoo. So I had that, and that was a schoolboy era because that shot, oh, my heart was just pumping out of my chest. It's like when you, um, do you ever have, have vodka ribbles? Oh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember having those as like 18 yeah, but, years yeah, old? Yeah, you'd have about like, 10 of them and you'd think, jeez. And you're like, jeez, I'm not feeling too bad right now. <laughs> and you get home and you're like, like when did I get home? Yeah. Three days since I've slept. <laughs> so, um, but no, the day itself was a ripper. And, yeah, super tense, obviously. I don't know if you saw. A friend a, um, friend of mine, um, Steph, who I was sitting next to, she took a video mm. um unspeknownst to me so um yeah i was really do you know how i know that you didn't know it was being taken because i squealed like a little girl at the siren not really it was the <laughs> the chin action yeah the right. chinage the chinage it wasn't a great angle from the oh right it's a little chi- bit it was a little bit um a little, little bit gobble gobble a little bit um what was his name the guy on um neighbors harold <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put my hand up and say I've never watched an episode of no, Neighbours fair enough well if you know Neighbours you know Harold if you know Harold you know the double chin <laughs> oh, but no I was, good. I was happy for you no thanks mate it was a great day I was great happy day. for multiple people obviously I would love to taste Premiership success but uh, I just have to keep holding on it's a 20 year anniversary yeah. next year for for me yeah um, I will say this jeez that's gone quick hasn't it Mm, no, it hasn't. <laughs> actually been really slow. Time flies. Yeah, time flies when you still talk about it. <laughs> I'll, I put my hand up and, and said, you know, I was wrong, but I can also put my hand up and say I was right. Do you remember what I said about Port Adelaide? Uh, you say a lot of things about Port Adelaide, in fairness. I said flag or straight sets. Oh, you did. Yeah, you did. No, well, there you go. You're right. Correct. Mm. And God, does it feel good to be right? Does it, though? Just kidding. No, it actually feels awful. It feels like hell. <laughs> But uh, there's a lot. I mean, look, I don't know if we're going to have time today, but geez, there's a lot of um, already the sort of postseason, you know, chess piece moving and yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll do a silly season. We'll have a look, but silly Port Adelaide, yeah. There's a, there's a little bit to get into there, mm, but anyway. I think first off, obviously, we have to introduce ourselves. There's been, oh yeah, sorry, how there's are, been are, ten minutes of just remiss, remiss crap. Me. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, this is the refill. Mm. You are Tim Bahaja. Yep, reigning premiership uh, supporter. I am Chris Bowen, simp, cuck, loser. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we're uh, thrilled to be back with you for a no, bit thank of Thank you. Thank you for indulging that first 10 minutes. And um, if you're still with us, uh, stick around because... Um, it's going to uh, get worse. No, it won't. It won't. I promise it won't. It will. It will it's pr- more, if, you're, if you're on the YouTube... You know, you, you might just get a bit sick of the kit, but uh, otherwise we're, we're all good to go. Yeah, and if you do get sick of the kit, imagine how I'm feeling right now. Mm. Or feeling when this was recorded, because you're <laughs> obviously not watching it live. Um, look, good introduction. I reckon we throw it over to the, the headlines as we're returning back to our old yep. format of show. Uh-huh. Sandra, welcome in. I hope you're not scared off by that 10 minutes of crap at the start. G'day, Sandra. 10's Late Night News with Sandra Sun. We begin with the signing of... Keeping you informed, keeping you involved, keeping you in touch. Australia's most established late news service, the Late Night News with Sandra Sully. Weeknights on 10. Uh, I think you want me to go first, correct? Yeah, let's read read the first headline. What is it? Let me just get it here. I didn't want to read it. I did not make this headline for me. I made it for you. Yeah, but, um, you know, this is uh, the magic of... Live podcasting. Okay. Read it. Do I have to? 
Collingwood has claimed a record equaling 16th Premiership with a thrilling four-point win over the Brisbane Lions in the AFL Grand Final. A little bit more enthusiasm, please. Ian slash Bobby Hill kicked a career-best four goals to claim the Normie Smith medal in the Magpies' epic 90-point to 86-point victory in front of 100,024 spectators at the MCG. Oh, it's a good news story if I've ever heard one. As a, uh, as what, uh, I haven't asked you where you watch. You watch it at a pub or at home, right at here. Home. As a neutral supporter, what were your thoughts on the game? As, as like uh, where it sits in terms of one all of the time? greats. One of the greats, I think. For yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, just because of the fact that, like, they just you just never seemed to know what was going to happen. There yep. were some. There were some big performances. Oh yeah, like, unbelievable! I, I thought, I don't know how I don't know how you saw the game, but I just thought, crisp. I thought, um, crisp was second best on ground behind Hill. I, I thought, thought he was unbelievable. Whole, crisp had some, you know, he had moments, right? Players have moments. Yeah, you know, you go, oh yeah, he had thirty-seven possessions or whatever. But I don't even know what possession. Let's say he had twenty-three, twenty-four. You put have been probably twenty-eight, high twenties. Yeah. yeah, every one of his touches. Mm. Felt like it was impactful. Him breaking yep. away from a clearance, yep. elite hit, just had an absolute monster of a game. He had a great, and, and I, um, it's funny. Like the one goal he missed is the one he probably the easiest shot. Yeah, um, but no, he was enormous. I, I, the thing for, for me that stood out, and I've watched the replay just a couple of times, um, is the quality of the skills in terms of both sides, like. Um, the goals that were kicked, Bailey, like Bailey's two goals, incredible. Yep. Um, Lincoln McCartney kicked a great goal on the boundary. Oh, gee whiz. You know, like, and then you got the Majacek goal, the, the goey, like just the skill level across the ground was enormous. Yeah. Plus, and it was just, uh, yeah, you know, it was like high scoring, then it was an arm wrestle, then it was high score. It was just, it had everything. Mm. Um, it was definitely a classic. And yeah, as I said, when I watched the replay, and this is not just because... We won, but it it's, it goes quick. It does. It does actually go go super it, quick. It's like yeah, which is um, unusual. Usually, it's sort of you know, there's times where it can lag a bit, but it, it just felt like the whole game had, you know, it was always something on like, the tension, the drama, the atmosphere. Crazy. Yeah, it's funny because the first quarter, obviously Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, second quarter, well and truly Brisbane. Yep. Uh, how did you feel going into halftime? Because I went into halftime thinking I was like Collingwood's in. No, well, I said um, I was sitting next to a mate of mine, uh, Timmy Hodges. Uh, g'day if you're listening. Hello, um, Timmy. I said to him, because just knowing that Brisbane do their best work in the second and third quarters, but mainly the second mm. all year, that the second is where they really put the yeah. put the foot down. So Sounds I said, like you've just used a bit of analytics there. Yeah, but it's... it's Shout out to the community. But that's, welcome back. That's helping to form my opinion. Mm, I'm just saying welcome back to the community. Yeah, no, was, oh, look, I'm, a, you know, back. I'm an analytics guy from way back. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, good to be back. And um, yeah. <laughs> I said to him, they always do their best work in the second quarter. So the fact that they hadn't put us away or we weren't mm. three or four goals down was a really good sign. Um, yeah. Having said that, like, geez, you know, it came down to the last kick, four points. So, Are we allowed to talk about the free kick advantage? Yeah, uh, there was a few, I reckon, 50-50 ones like that. But yeah, you can talk about the advantage. For well, sure. The umpiring was actually pretty good. Pretty good, I think. Um, the advantage rule was paid... As it's meant to be paid, mm. um, the same thing happened to Collingwood against the Giants the week before when um, Collingwood got a free kick and and it wasn't heard. 
Yeah, you know, kicked out of it, it happens. It happens a lot. So yeah, but talk about it if you it, want. It happens. No, I just I just got to say you just you feel for them. But I also not, acknowledge that it not, is. Yeah, that didn't, no, 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 that didn't cost them the game. No, that's, look, we don't he, know what would have happened. Hear me out. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not keep your powder dry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel for them, but I also in the same breath, I'm not saying that they were robbed. No, it's a part of the game. Unfortunately, when you play a fast-paced game, stuff like that happens. Um, I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to look at it, like I reckon Nick Dacos got one, maybe two head highs he shouldn't have. He ducked. I reckon Zach Bailey was inside the five meters when he um, spoiled. Cox. Outside five. Outside five. He wasn't outside five. Outside um, five. And then, um, and then I reckon the Markov one was super harsh as well, considering he was trying to get away from the mark. He wasn't just doing nothing, and he couldn't hear. So there's a lot of those moments throughout the game. Yeah, there's heaps of them. Both sides. Yeah. So, I, I, look, I know that one singled out because it was late in the game and blah, blah, blah. But um, I think, generally speaking, the umpire was pretty good. I agree. I thought the umpire was pretty good. I thought they did a, they had a, a really good feel for the game. How do we feel about the centre bounce? After <laughs> that? Holy crap. What a great start. Oh, my God. Grand final day. 100 and um, thousand twenty-four people ready to go. Millions watching around the country uh, and around the world. Uh, and here we go. Recall, recall, recall. recall. Sorry, guys. Sorry. sorry. Throw it up. Brisbane and Collingwood Ruckman. Can you please renominate so I know who it is <laughs> coming out the back? Play on. Oh. I mean, if that wasn't the death knell for it. Holy shirts and pants. Talk about laying an egg. Yeah, it was a massive egg. That is, and, and I don't blame the. Empire. I feel bad. I felt. Yeah. I felt bad in that but, moment. Yeah. Because I'm like, because like that is, that's a soul, just, soul crushing. Just, it is, and it's and like they get picked for their bouncing skill, which they shouldn't. Again, we've had this conversation, but that was, I mean, if that wasn't a death nail, then gee whiz. I think that equivalent is like a PGA to a pro on the first tee, final day, the Masters <laughs> in the lead, yeah, topping the ball and it not leaving the tee box, yeah, yeah. Which yeah I know it hasn't, a lot about. Hasn't, hasn't made the ladies' tees. Hasn't made the ladies' tees and just everyone's watching and everyone's laughing in your face. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be the death of it, but... Uh, well, hopefully it is. Yeah, look, I thought Bobby Hill, deserving of the norm. Um, yeah. Had a pretty good game. Uh, I I went I went for crisp, though, because I just thought, even though, like, it was a... It was, well, yeah, if it I was, was a 1A, 1A minus. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. in my opinion. If I was voting Norm Smith, I would have gone crisp Hill... And then probably Mitchell or yeah, probably Mitchell. Yeah, I, I would I'd agree with that. Yeah. What do you think of Sidebottom's game? Uh oh, look, it was again. It was one of those ones maybe where oh yeah, it had a, just a normal Sidebottom game until he smacked that one from mm. fifty five. You know, like he, that's what he does. Though he's an incredible player. Pendlebury's last quarter was outrageous. Yeah, um, but again, it was as I said, it was such a close game, such a highly skilled game. Mm. You obviously watched the game back a few times. Was there anyone mm. from Brisbane who you sort of look back and go, oh, geez, they were they were yay or they were nay? Um, I think the last quarter showed um, just how much Harris Andrews was kept quiet in the first three. Yeah. Because in the last quarter, he really like, – st- I think he took three intercept marks. He really started to make his presence felt. I was like, yeah. oh, geez, we – so Frampton, I know it's a fair bit of talk about him and not getting many touches. He, he but kept him goalless. But he was basically a tagger. He was yeah. a big dopey tagger, and he did a, a great job because Harris Andrews was is probably their, if not their best. Well, he won their best and fairest. 
Mm. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought it was probably pretty evident just how influential he could have been by his mm. last quarter. But yeah, what about you? Any? Uh, I don't know. I, I was sort of I thought I was coming to it thinking Cam Rayner was going to be mm. was going to have a big pretty day. Quiet. He was yeah. pretty quiet for his standards, and I think he's got that he's got that like burst goal scoring mm. sort of ability, which sort of um, up. Upset me a little bit because I quite like him as a player. Um, I have to look back and see who was on him a lot. Yeah, because whoever yeah. was on him nullified him pretty well. Yeah, look, Caden, I've 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 sung the praises of Caden Coleman for a little while. Oh, I, he was great. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I, obviously, played was pretty much let run free a little bit mm. for a large part of it. But he had a great final series though. A great final series, Super Bowl user. Yeah. Um, you know, Daniel Rich is Super Bowl user, left footer. Um. Well, he come and took Richard's spot. Yeah, he? I mean, talk about that for a like-for-like like replacement. Like, yeah, spoil for Richard's. Uh, yeah, intended? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's how slow I am. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, no, I, it was a great game. So, again, I don't want to... Um, you know. Yep. Happy to tie a bow and move on from this crap. All right, very good. Um, the Penrith Panthers... Uh, NRL Premiers once again, that's three, count them three in a row, um, after defeating the Brisbane Broncos in the 2023 Grand Final. The Panthers became the first team in 40 years to win three straight, and their comeback was was actually outrageous. It was outrageous. It was was a record-breaking 16-point deficit with 26 minutes to go at Acor Stadium, and that man, Nathan, I can see clearly, clearly now... Won his second Clive Churchill medal, um, and that last try was a ripper. Bring the Panthers back from the dead. Um, and he's chewing grass. It just looked it, it looked like it was over, right? It was over. Yeah, full disclosure, I was heavily on the Broncos. Yeah. So, and I actually said watching the game, I watched the game with my brother and a friend of mine, and I, I said, I actually said that this wasn't over. So... Even at that 16-point deficit? Yeah. yeah oh, right. I said if they can hold on here, like, this is this is massive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hate the Panthers. Mm. Full disclosure, I hate the Panthers. Yeah. I actually quite like Nathan Cleary. Mm, nice. But uh, there's a lot of really... There's a lot of... Um, yeah. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... There's been a lot of marinating... Log source operators mm. in that yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, Lerome Juai uh, is one, potentially springs one name, if you, if, spring, if you can read between the lines there. Yeah. Uh, absolutely unbelievable game of rugby league. If you're, a, if you're a neutral fan who doesn't really watch a lot of rugby league, like just a... Hand tip, up. Yep, that's me. And you watch that. Yep. Uh, you'd, be, you'd be hard-pressed to not be more invested next year, I think. Yeah, it was just one of those. It was a great advertisement for the game. Mm. Absolutely, massive advertisement for the game. I mean, game. if they can do, if they can replicate something similar to that in Las Vegas, um, then they will maybe maybe make some inroads mm. into that um, into that market. Yeah, so it was an unbelievable game. I feel like, uh, do you remember the uh, Super Bowl from a f- few years ago where Atlanta was up by like twenty? Or something uh, was and that, lost. Was that against Kansas? No, it was against uh, it was against Brady. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like one of those. You're ninety nine point nine percent winning, like yeah. winning that that amount of the time. 
uh, and you lose, and it's like there's no coming back. No, that 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 that, t- that haunts you. That that haunts you and your grandkids and yeah. their grandkids. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, pretty shattered from the Broncos. Is that a couple of really good? But they've got a young list, right? Like you'd think they'd be ready to charge again next year. Yeah, they need a they need another halfback. Mm. Their halfback is on the. I think he might retire. Okay. Uh, so, but yeah, they've got like the arguably the best fullback in the game, in my opinion. One of the best wingers. Yep. Uh, plenty to like. Hate the Broncos as well. Full disclosure. Yeah, I don't like the. Broncos. But yeah, I think the Storm's in for a little bit of a could be in for a bit of a hard press time to make the next few grand finals. Well, did did Bellamy do the right thing by hanging on? Maybe he should have pulled the pin when he was going to. Honestly, he's given me he's given me more flags than mm. I've had a cup of tea. So yeah, he can do what he wants. He can do what he wants, as far as I'm concerned. If he wants to coach another ten years, I'll support him all the way. Yep. But uh, yeah, I just think Penrith, uh, like Nathan Cleary, is 25. <sighs> still, uh, still probably hasn't hit his prime. No, if he has like, if he has, and he's had Origin success, but yeah. If he has, like, you know, like, say, New South Wales gone a, a run for, like, say, three, four years. Off the or, back or, of him. Yeah. On, on the back, off the back of him. He wins another couple of flags. Like, it, it's... Oh, I, I think he's already, he's already like, chewing grass, whether yeah. or not he gets told off for doing it or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, the, I mean, the you can't deny. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the makings are all there. Yeah. Uh, so, terrible result for me. AFL NRL double, like just yeah. shocking. Well, terrible result for the state of Queensland. Let's be honest. <laughs> there are a lot of Brisbane, Brisbane fans who are, <laughs> who are still probably licking still, their wounds, still licking their wounds. Um, um, but all that, or they've just smashed a few forex and some Bundys, and they don't give. Oh, a they've shit. moved on. They've moved. They got on. bigger things to fry in Queensland. Yeah, exactly. They don't really like sport up there. No. Uh, but well done, Penrith. Well done. Um, I think it's me next. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, now, this is an interesting one, because I don't know if you've watched any of this or know some of the shenanigans that happened, but Europe has regained the Ryder Cup uh, from a battling United States uh, a couple of weeks ago now, wrapping up a... It was, on, uh, it was during the grand final, right? During the grand final, yeah. yeah. Uh, wrapping up and winning uh, 16.5 points to 11.5, despite a late charge by the Americans on single Sunday. The US now remain without a win on European soil since 1993. Jesus. And neither team have lifted the trophy away from home in 11 years. Home ground advantage. You want the home, home shorts, don't you? Yeah. So I don't know. You're obviously not as much of a golf Golf no, like no, me. I'm not. I'm not as passionate about it as you are. But uh, a lot of controversy around this one. Uh, so it was in Italy, uh, which is in Europe. Uh, I am aware of Italy's yeah. uh, location. Thank you. Uh, and the Americans were were treated pretty. It was a, It was an away game. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was definitely an away game. Well, if there's one thing about the Italians, they don't give a shit about. Uh, no. No. Uh, and yeah, the crowds were the crowds were, were tough. There was a bit of a uh, fracas with uh, Rory McIlroy and the caddy of one of the players for the US. Which US player do you know? Uh, I believe it was Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, okay. Uh, which uh, uh, he's got a reputation as being a bit of a uh, he. Well, he does have a bit of a reputation. So, so apparently there was a bit of a report came out during it that the American team has 
because they got they were smashed out of the gate. Yeah, right. Like some big, some big big loss. Like uh, so the format. So there was one loss, which was nine and seven, which meant that the European team was nine holes up. <sighs> like you're all professional golfers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a pan, that's a big boy. That's pansy. a panting. Yep. And uh, there was a there was a bit of a, a rumor that because the players don't get paid for the Presidents Cup or the Ryder Cup, so it's it's um, but it, but they love it, right? Well, apparently not Patrick Cantlay. So <laughs> he wants his money. He was apparently pretty vocal that you know he should be paid and they should be paid to play, and he actually came out without wearing a hat, and it was it was apparently a protest. I mean, so, how much money do these blokes need? If you need money to go to Italy, yeah, for one week, represent your country, represent your country, and play golf. I mean, you need serious. Give yourself an uppercut, son. You need no. Give yourself two. Yeah, okay. Give yourself the left and the right. <laughs> uh, so there was a yeah, massive article, and it said that the American team was split down the middle, and that some were happy to just be there, and the others were like, "No, nah, this is you know bullshit. We need to be paid." And so a bunch of the players came out on the on the on the Sunday without without hats on. And there's the Such fem- a, that's a very strong protest, guys. Oh yeah, so strong. And like copying, they were just copying the UV straight. And all of the fans were giving it to them. Yeah, okay. And so they and the American players were doing the fake hat, like you know, tip of the cap, all while they were getting smashed. Yeah. So it was like it feels like a pretty American thing to have happen to be. Honest. Oh, unbelievable American thing to happen. Uh, but yeah, for professional sports, probably one of the biggest ambulance behaviors yeah, I think that. I've. I think I've come across. Yeah, well, that's uh, good. So it was unbelievable viewing. Yeah, I'm sure. But the Euro- <laughs> because there's so much emotion. Yeah. You just don't normally see in golf. So No, well, that's what, yeah, it's great. Absolutely. All for it. Unbelievable format and yeah. um, very happy that Europe won. Go, you Europe. Go the, go Get the, up there. Go the Euros. Go the, go the Sterling. Wait, what's a Sterling? That, no, that's English. No, no, no. Sorry, scratch that. <laughs> Go, so, no, no, no. go the yeah. What's the euro? Go the EU. Oh, the lira it used to be the lira. Go the lira. There we go. Um, Max Verstappen, maximum, maximum uh, Max, maximum Max, has crowned a season of domination by securing his third Formula One World Championship in Qatar. The Red Bull driver won his first in highly controversial, controversial circumstances, as we remember uh, against Lewis Hamilton back in. 2021, but since then he's now won three on the trot, three in 664 days. Not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. Um, and McLaren's Oscar Pistari. Piastri. Piastri enjoyed the strongest <laughs> weekend of his rookie season at the Qatar Grand Prix. Uh, he won the sprint race from pole position and finished a career best second in the Grand Prix behind Big Boy Max, which, um, if I'm not mistaken, means he's that's two podiums in a row for Piastri. Podium streak, baby. Uh, Going streaking and he through was, the quad. Uh, what was the stat I heard? He was the youngest youngest on the podium since... Great question. It might have been Max or Lewis or one of those sort of... It would have... One of those goats. Been, yeah. It probably would have been Max, if I'm being honest. Because he's only 19. Maybe. He's 19 or 21. Question without notice. <laughs> question without notice. He's um, He's very young and he's uh, going to be a superstar. Absolute superstar. The nerve he held, the nerve he held, 
in the sprint race is a short race. Yeah. But there was a bit of a uh, bit of a bit of a fracas in the sprint race, and which meant there were safety cars. So he had to hold off. Had to hold off Max, who's you yeah. know all he's done is just for the last six hundred and sixty four days or whatever that was, is just win. Just a win pig. He's just a him, oink oink. He's just rolling on his F one car. Yeah. In mud. Yep. Just loves the slops. Loves the slops. So are we? Are we can I ask? Are McLaren back? Oh, big time. So what's happened in the space of 12 months ever since... Um, ever since I sold them. Ever since you sold them, ever since Dan left, um, they've just got their shit together, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's hard for me to actually say because they what, what they've done is they've just gone through upgrades. Like every team has like a massive up, upgrades package, right? They'll bring it for a certain part of the season. Yeah. And what that means, I couldn't tell you. I'm not a car man. I've got no idea about any of the actual, you know, what upgrading the floor does. Yeah, or your mechanical sort of The mechanical sense. side of things is... Your engineering side of things. Honestly, so far lost on me, it's not funny. That's fine. So... I'm just, yeah, just from an outsider looking in. Yeah, they... Uh, yeah, they've, they've, I think um, both of them have been on the podium last two. They have. They've, they're, they've increasingly gotten better since they started bringing these upgrades. And I think that, I think what's happened is... You know what? Takes time to develop things. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, you know, the due date might be here, but like sometimes stuff happens when you're doing this sort of work. I think. Yeah, it's probably a fair. It's probably not a shock to anyone. The uh, the earth is slow, but the ox is patient. Correct. Um, but the, I think the F one's better when McLaren's competitive. Yeah, I wish, I wish that Zach Brown wasn't there. Yeah, still because I think he's a super unlikable person. Mm. But I tell you what, for a rookie, yep. Oscar Piastri, like he may be Australian, we may be biased. He's having one of the best rookie seasons. Oh, hundred percent. Yep. Like in you know in Yonkers. No, he's a real deal. Yeah, and you know what? For the you know, he had a little bit of a challenge when Carlos Sainz was his teammate. This Lando Norris is, his, but yeah, you know, obviously didn't with Ricardo and. He's got a fight on his hands. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't reckon Lando is um, number one driver as of 25. Oh, I'd say, I'd say next year he gets overtaken, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah, which is yeah. He's pretty much... Oh, sorry. The transition happens next year, yeah, and then gotcha. as of 25, it's, it's Oscar, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know what? I don't, reckon, I don't reckon he's up for the fight. No, he seems to me like he... Um, he's a Suki operator. A little bit prissy, a little bit... Very yeah, prissy. toys toys out of the cot pretty quickly. Yeah, which happened on the weekend. Yeah, right. Um, he was told to you know stay in place, and he was you know where 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 this should be whatever. Uh, yeah, he's he's yeah he knows it. Yeah, um, full of excuses, uh, but I don't care. My no. boy, first and second in two races in the weekend. Yep. Was razor, hip razor. hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Hooray, Oscar. Cha-cha. <laughs> He's back. F1's back. Ricardo is has also re-signed uh, for next year, so he'll be back at Alpha Tower wow. potentially. Wow, checker. Cheers. Jesus Christ. In the, he's under the pump. Oh, I don't know if there's anyone more under the pump in world sport than um, this man right now. Yep, I think he might be... Uh... I've got a... Good feeling that he may be. Yeah. But 
We don't want to say that. No. Not uh, at all. We would not want to say that. No, of course we don't. Did, why, why don't we want to say that? I'm joking. Oh, okay, we want to say we're, that. We're, we're actively cheering for that. Yep. Uh, did you happen to see uh, Lance Stroll's little song and dance from this race as well? No, what is he? Did he have a bit of a meltdown? Well, yeah, big time. So he didn't... I think it was after qualifying, basically qualified 17th or whatever... He's having a shock and run of it. Yep. Like big like this is borderline like honestly, it kind of looks like you and me in a hair growing competition. Jeez. It looks poor. That looks very poor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he basically got out Unless of Unless it's facial hair and then it's beautiful. Well, and I'm still losing in that. But basically what happened, he got out of the car, uh, through the steering wheel. Okay, not ideal. So Nico Rosberg pointed out that like the steering wheel is worth about a hundred grand, mm. and it, while it might not seem like it makes a huge difference, it actually scratched the a part of the car, mm. which hurts the aerodynamics. Yep. It's also a bratty thing to do to throw a hundred. Well, I mean, Daddy has to pay for it, but it's fine. But yep. um, I, I wonder whether it's the car or the driver in this. It's the driver, but that's not that's not the real story, right? He's, so his personal trainer was there and his personal trainer sort of put his finger up and said, no, 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 you won't do this and sort of got in his way. And he, like, you can't actually see it on camera, but you can see it. It's hard to describe. He manhandled him? He, th- he shoved this man into a wall, what looks like very hard. Mm. Now, if, if his dad is not the team owner, that's, that's honestly grounds for pack your shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just adds to the drama. We love to see it. But, um, yeah, well, maybe he's feeling the pinch as well, you know. He's more than feeling the pinch. He's melting yeah. down. Yeah, well, we and love And I absolutely I love hate I love to it. see that as well. Again, it's devastating. Again, the, uh, the sarcasm font is being used. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but well done to Max. Mainly well done to Oscar. Yeah, go Oscar. Go Oscar. Uh, last story. The NHL can officially tick off playing games in the Southern Hemisphere off their to-do list. The Arizona Coyotes and the Los Angeles Kings played two action-packed preseason games in front of 25,000 people at Melbourne's Rod Laver Arena. Including you twice? Including me three times. I went three to practice on Friday, baby. There you go. The NHL Global Series in Melbourne was deemed a massive success by the NHL with growing speculation that this may lead to a regular occurrence of games in Australia. Question without notice. Yes. Was it a massive success in your eyes? Absolutely. Now, I know you would have, like, you like this is pig and shit stuff for you, so, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, like, it's Christmas Day. Best weekend of my life. Um, Easily. But was was the support of other people, the packed yep. out stadium, were you expecting that going Huge. in? Huge. Were yep. you expecting that, though? Uh, I was expecting... I was expecting close to a sellout. Yeah. Wasn't expecting 13,000, uh, 12,500, whatever. Yeah. It was. Uh, an absolute an absolute success. Yeah, great. Um, Australia and New Zealand has a huge hockey community, which, you know, for a large part is just relatively... Been malnourished. Well, absolutely been malnourished. And you know, people came from everywhere. The, the Friday was like an open practice that had like... 5,000 people at it. Awesome. Um, there was a little bit of a hiccup on the Friday when the, the uh, once again, I hate, this is this almost could be the 
uh, I called this and I was right episode. Mm. Because when I walked in there, as someone who played hockey, uh, you get a sense of what the rink should, the temperature that it should feel. Yeah. Yep. And I actually said to my brother, I said, it's too warm in here. Remember what I asked you about the temperature mm. in Melbourne? And you said, no, nah, it should be right. They play in Vegas. Yeah, well, and that's... That wasn't necessarily that wasn't the our weather problem. No, no, but it was that was more the, that was them. Them not knowing yeah. the right atmosphere. But they should they should know because they're not like Australian people doing the ice. They're yeah, right. They're so So what did they just shut the bed? Uh not they didn't no, they didn't shut the shut the bed. But basically what happened was yeah, it was it was sort of it was a, a little bit too warm. Uh the Kings came out, did their practice, the ice didn't look amazing. It was still Still well and truly usable, yeah. But they basically said the Coyotes were like, "Nah, look, we'll we'll go practice at the in Docklands yeah. uh, to basically give the crew, you know, chance to get their shit right." Yeah, which they did. The ice for the next two days was absolutely schmick, and uh, you could I could tell as soon as I walked in that like it was it was it was like it was like, that's better. Yeah, that's because I was sitting there in a t shirt and shorts. You yep. should not be doing that at a rink. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I'm not going to say a lot of groundbreaking stuff. Best weekend of my life. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad like, you loved it. Uh, did you buy a little bit of merch? Am I saying a little bit of merch on you? Or? Uh, you're not. Uh, oh, but I did. Says Arizona, but... Uh, yeah, but no, actually completely sold out almost yeah. on the Friday. They actually underestimated. Yeah, right. Um, much to the sheer grin of Magic. Mm, he's who was not doing, happy. Who was doing laps of Rod Laver Arena just trying to... Trying to find something. Yeah, because he's like, I, I don't, it's not true. It can't be true. <laughs> Sorry, sir, it is. Sorry, sir, we are sold out. That's uh, the sold out side has gone up. Yeah, but no, they they didn't expect, there's no way they expected. Um, well, it's good. I, I suppose that's why they deem it such a success and mm. they probably go in next time um, and they'll, you know, double their efforts. Well, there's talk that it they may be back in 2025. Okay. So. For a, a preseason again, same, same the same, same sort deal. of setup. Yeah, uh, and there's there's talk from the like heavy hitters in the NHL. Yeah, that this was always the plan. It was to not be a one. Yeah. Okay. A, a pit stop and then yeah. never come back because yeah. that doesn't really well. It doesn't grow a market, does it? it does, no, it doesn't grow a market. So I think it will likely be LA. Yeah. Because there's a. Um, I was listening to something from a guy I actually got to meet who was a Hockey Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. I literally bolted in the middle of the game because I saw him sitting down. My dad's like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> um, and he was talking about, so he works for uh, the LA Kings and he was talking yep. about Melbourne and LA tourism yep. have like a deal. Yeah, right. And okay. the LA Kings have have sort of come to a like a verbal agreement with Collingwood. Uh, with like a sort oh, of... Oh, like, yeah, because they, they, I saw them with the... Um, they were. With the pies, and they were at the MCG prior to that Friday night game. They were. Like, yeah, 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 that makes uh, sense. And Mason Cox... Uh, he dropped the puck. Dropped the puck. <laughs> you couldn't hear anything he said. Uh, there was, a, there was little, a bit of booing. There was a little bit of booing, but... Uh, I love that, though. It's passionate. Yeah, uh, honestly. Uh, so what did, uh, this Hall of Famer, was he uh, taken aback when a big burly Chris Bowen said, mate, What's the haps? Luke, yeah, Luke Robitaille, his name is. Uh, yeah, like an, I can't even explain it, like an utter legend. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was just, yeah, I almost don't, don't know what to say. Mm. Uh, I just went up to him, basically just said, I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I just would love the chance to 
grab a photo and shake your hand during the during the game. And he was yeah. like, he actually asked me if I was enjoying it, and I was like, yeah. obviously, I'm like rolling around in mud here. <laughs> but yeah, it was such a unbelievable weekend. Got to go with Caitlin one day. Got to go yep. with my brother to practice, and then my dad. Yep. On the Sunday, and yeah, w- honestly, walking in and seeing the ice for the first time got a bit, a bit emotional. Got a bit choked up, and then yeah, nice. on the Saturday, like sitting down, like sort of watching the the players warm up and everything, and seeing like twelve thousand people couldn't say anything for I reckon five minutes. Yeah, like there was there were tears. Yep, and just like still oh, good on you. Still couldn't believe. Still couldn't believe it happened. Yeah, uh, and you know there's I ran into a bunch of people, ran into a bunch of people there. I ran into a friend of mine, Andrew, who's been doing a lot of. Uh, journalism work with Australian hockey for years. And, you know, yeah. that's not really a highly lucrative. No, that's a grind, I'm sure. That's a grind. And you know what? He got he got full NHL media access yep. this week. So, you know, he got to interview the players, interview yeah, awesome. all, the, all the stuff. And, you know, seeing stuff like that, like really, re- really meant a lot um, yeah. because there's, there are so many people here who are like me. Who are tragics? Who yeah, who are, yeah. It's a, know, this this stuff means the that well, the, weekend means the world. Well, to hopefully, them. it's not a once in a lifetime opportunity. Hopefully, it is a once in every couple of year opportunity. Yeah, if they come back, it doesn't matter where they if they play anywhere in New Zealand or Australia. I'm there. You're there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, unbelievable weekend, and uh, a massive success. Like uh, I, I didn't even see it going as well as it did. Yeah, great. So. So hopefully, yeah, that's a the start of uh, you know something. That's yeah, well, as you say, experience. like if, they, if they're fed income about growing the market down here, you have to keep um, you, keep, you have to keep watering the plants. Exactly, you can't you leave know? them to die. No, you got to fertilize them. One step in, one foot in the grave. <laughs> um, but that is the that's the news. That's the news. That's, that's jam packed, jam packed, action packed. Yep, love that. Walk, vlog Collingwood talk. Oh, <laughs> oh! Alrighty then. Alrighty. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, it's Australia's favourite segment time. It's time for the stock market. Tonight we're going to be talking about the stock market. As really. Woo! The stock market. I was just trying yeah. to figure out what the hell is going on in the stock market. This is your episode. You go first. Um, again, I promise to everyone at home, everyone watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. Uh, this will be my only Collingwood-related buy. That's a lie. Uh, it's, you know, I think it is. Um, I am going to buy Craig Daddy McRae. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Um, Welcome to the buy list um welcome uh welcome to my portfolio welcome lord and savior um but i'm not going to buy him for the obvious reasons of of you know getting us to a flag blah 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 that's obviously very nice but um i'm going to buy two things that the way he's turned a club around has been unbelievable yep. i was thinking about this on the way here our first refuel yes was in the pre-season of 2022 mm-hmm and Collingwood coming off 17th on the ladder. And if you had said to me, Budge... Take me back to that day. <laughs> he had said, if, if you had said to me then, uh, you will finish 
uh, you will lose the prelim by a point, and then the next season you'll win the flag, I would have said, mate, you are talking absolute crap. Give yourself an uppercut, son, because that Which is, is not pretty much happen. what you've said every episode since then anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the turnaround has been enormous. Um, but the story that I was on AFL 360, uh, I don't know if you saw it, um, their whole theme this year was climb the steps. Ah, uh, yes. Take, you know, climb the steps to you know do the work, climb the steps to get there. And he told a story about how uh, late December he took all the Collingwood players to the MCG. Yep. And 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 all the st- and staff as well Last coaching. Year? Yeah. So uh, in the preseason before this season, so late December. Gotcha. Yes. Yep. Um, and he got them to climb up and down, up and down the um, the stand of the MCG, do the steps, do the steps until they all buggered. Yeah. Um, so preseason training. Yeah. And then at the end of that. He sat them all in the nosebleeds and said, if you don't do the steps, this is where we'll be watching the grand final from. Ooh. And I was like, oof. I'm roasted. It's, uh, deep. That's, that's deep. That's deep. And I love, I thought that's creative. Like, creatively, that's bloody good. Yeah. I reckon that's really clever. So, um, no, I'm buying him just for the way he's turned around a club, the joy he's giving uh, given over the last two seasons, mm-hmm. you know, the, the style of play, good on the man. One man can yep. make a massive difference. He can. He can. I love that little cliche stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Uh, big big fan of that. Yeah. My buy is actually very similar. Oh, hello. My first buy is the Adazero Adios Pro Evo 1. Now, you're probably not sure what that is. No. If if I didn't have these sunnies on, you'd probably see my be- bewildered look. Well, let me tell you what they are. Mm-hmm. They're the latest running shoe which is creating all all the buzz ah, in the running world. I did see that a marathon might have been record might have been broken. A marathon was a record was beaten by two minutes. Jesus, and H. I have it. I have it here. Uh, her name is Tigasit Asafa. She smashed a very old world record mm. by over two minutes to do. A marathon in two hours, eleven minutes, and fifty three seconds. Was that the Chicago Marathon? If I'm not mistaken, great question. Think it question was. without Think it, notice. No, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. let's just say that that was. Thank you. But this is a this is a shoe which a lot of a lot of running old school running people like I'm guessing snow not snowflake sorry like <laughs> old, old man yelling at cloud yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of operators are saying this is essentially like doping. But for shoes. Yeah, but I'm sure when they were running in the latest shoe compared to the old shoes 20 years mm. before then, they weren't complaining about 100%. it. 100%. So you, that, I, I don't have an issue with technology. No, either do I. Um, I think it's great. You've still got to friggin' run. Put, put, put fucking rocket ships on me feet yeah. for all. You've still got to run. You've still got to run. And she's run that marathon in two hours. So do we know why the shoes are so good? Like what yeah, they so do? I was, I was looking into it. So I think so. there's been a few shoes that have been banned. I got rabbit hole stuff. Yeah. Obviously a huge runner myself. Mm, big time. Uh, the, the, the reason why shoes get banned, and there might be marathon or running fitness nuffies who will be like, you're wrong here, but I'm not wrong. So Call in. Up. Call me, DM hit, me. Hit Chris's DMs, he loves it. Yeah, love it. There's like 25 waiting, which are all just calling. Look. <laughs> the 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 height, the yeah. height and the cushion, yeah. it is like there's a certain limit you can get before it becomes 
illegal. Yeah, right. Because okay. you can't, so you can't be basically running in in like stilettos. Yeah, uh, and it's actually the the reason why this shoe apparently is so great is the is the height measured with the the weight. Yep. Like the everyone who's used it has said like this is like unbelievable. Like Crazy. I've, I've never felt anything like this. Yeah. And it's kind of like the swimsuit, right? Remember yeah, when, exactly. When that yeah. swimsuit came out, yeah. where all the world records were getting smashed. Yeah. So, I'm all for this. No, I, I agree. This is this is the evolution of man. This yeah. is what, um, like, we don't run around man. in woolen in woolen footy no, exactly. jumpers anymore. Exactly. As I said, the 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 people of the bygone era had it better than the people of the era before them. Like, it's, it's, and it's going to happen in 50 years. We'll be talking about, you know, mm. whatever technology. So. Yeah. No, I'm, as I said, you still got to put in the uh, miles. You still got to run. Literally, pardon the pun. Yeah. Still no, got to put in you. the miles. Yeah. Got to put in the work. And so that's my first buy. No, I, I love I, it. I can't afford the shirt. I can't afford them. So oh, I'm hoping oh, this. Geez, I, could, I, I can only imagine their price. So. I think it's like uh, eight hundo. So less than maybe eight hundo US. Less than an Adidas Gucci uh, collab <laughs> with KitKat. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next buy is. Local cricket heroes. Oh, nice. I'm buying the local cricketers. Sam Staples in the semi-final against Riverside. Well, no, I'm not getting that specific. No, uh, okay. I'm buying the ones Sorry, who face fast bowlers with no sight screen. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. You've got some blokes who probably bought a lot. Let's be honest. They chuck it. They'll come in. He's Jenkins. You know, they, they've, they're probably... Um, Smack bang, full of steroids, um, angry pills, whatever they, they'll Mentioned take. Everyone here, yeah, they'll they'll take whatever, they'll do whatever, they'll throw it, they'll beam you, they mm-hmm. don't give a shit. Um, and the batsmen have to face this, yep. no sight screen. You've got maybe gum trees, maybe a couple of red corollas, and you're going to try amongst all that find the red pill that's been thrown by some angry, iced up, bloody. Fiend, um, and they still just do it, you know, with a smile on their face. And what do they get out of it? Just the love of the game. What do you get out of playing local cricket? Just, just the love of the game. You get zero out of playing local cricket. Well, you get zero um, financially, mentally, physically. None of those benefit you. And then you come home, and you're in trouble for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, and then you cop it sweet for the next week. Yeah, but. They still butter up and they do it again and they'll face some other lunatic yeah. throwing the pill at their head yeah. without any idea where they, the hell it is. They hit the winning runs. Yep. And for that night, they're, they're King Kong. So I'm saluting our local cricket heroes who put their Here's to you. body on the line and week after week get it done for no advantage in life whatsoever. Now, this question is... Your answer will probably, our both our answers will probably yep. uh, appeal to maybe uh, maybe a fair percentage of our of listenership. I'd like to think so. Um, who was your favourite local cricketer? Oh, geez, that is a good question without notice. Um, well, I played with a guy called Tommy Trinder. Mm-hmm. who was a lightning left arm, yep. very good bowler. Angry as. He's one of these blokes I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Screw loose. Yep. Angry, angry man. Um, but very good cricketer. I, I love playing with Tommy um, as a fellow lefty. 
Um, yeah, look, there's a oh, there's a heap. There's a heap to be honest with you. Um, yeah, what about you? You got a standout? Jim Tyrrell. Ah, oh, big Jim. Big Jim. Fan of the show. Um, I would hope so. Yeah. If he's not a fan of the show before, he should be now. Yeah. Well, caught up with his brother after the grand final, as luck yeah. would have it. But um, yeah, why Jim? I remember as a, I remember as a kid, right? Because uh, I used to I didn't like playing juniors and seniors. Yep. And so what I would do because I was never good enough to make the A grade team, obviously, is I would hang around and be just like a. Uh, I'd have my whites and just because I just watched the A grade anyway, and just if they it. if they needed a fielder, so I actually went yeah. on, I went on a couple of times. Yep, and I remember him coming off one day looking at his figures, and it was like, and this was this is a proper local cricket, right? Yeah, uh, and it was like twenty twenty nine overs or something like three for forty. Yeah, something ridiculous, and he yep. he looked at his figures and he looked at me, and he goes, expensive. <laughs> But I just, rem- I uh, just, rem- I remember a lot of my early memories of like Lower Plenty cricket. Yeah, was watching him bowl. Yeah, just a stalwart, one of the most reliable. Oh, look, just- Glenn McGrath, just drop it on the same spot. Our ver- Lower Plenty is Glenn McGrath. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not a that's not a stretch. <clears throat> no, absolutely. I I I appreciate those bowlers more than the you know the. What you were talking about, the, the erratic, the lightning up, quick, lightning wild quick, things. Wild bastards, yeah. So, shout out to Jim, shout out to Timmy Trinder. Uh, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy yeah. sorry, yeah. Tommy. No, shout out, to, shout out to all the local heroes. Yep, yep. This one's for you. This one's for you guys. That's a good one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, my second buy, hard, that's a hard one to follow. Mm. My second one is, and we kind of touched on it before, hostile golf crowds. Yeah, love it. Need more of this. Yep. Need more of this. Yep. I need, and we saw it with the President's Cup. Yep. So Patrick Reed was in, I think, the middle of one scandal. And basically, the President's Cup here, he'd tee off, and all the Aussie fans had just been just screaming at the ball, get in the bunker, get in the bunker. <laughs> like, for, for too long, golf has been quiet, please. Yeah. Quiet, please. Clap, and there's still a place for that. There's still there is still a place for that. So my question is to you again, without notice, how how does golf get a bit more passion and a bit more fire into it uh, without disturbing the traditions of it? I suppose. Great question, great question. Not one I I, I was super. I, I put a lot of thought into. So is it is it more like your live style? Do they need to go down that route or? Look, I think you still need. I think you still need some calm holes. Yeah, but there's so like the party hole. Yeah, like yeah. The waste, the waste management. Should that be more common? Absolutely. Every yeah. every tournament needs, every tournament needs something like that. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying go out and put a ten thousand seat, uh, you know, a stadium no. around a par three, no. but have a hole where there's a where Calvin Harris or David Ghetto or Tiesto is there. Bring him out for the bring him out for the weekend. He's playing sets all day. Yeah, cheap liquor. Look, I think if you, I think I would imagine if you're a golfer and you know that all right, the tenth hole is the party hole. Mentally, that's the hole. Yeah, you know, like if you're mentally prepared for it, it shouldn't be a problem. If everyone has to mm. face the same conditions, it shouldn't be a problem, right? Well, J- James Nitties, who played on the PGA Tour and was actually yeah. leading the waste management. Yeah, when. 
I interviewed him, uh, he said that he could hear, he could hear it from two holes away. Yeah, and you're right. That's what you want. Like we we want to see. Well, well, sports entertainment. We sports need, entertainment. But, yeah. but I think with golf, right? The golfers are so good. Yeah. And we're so bad at golf that we want to see we want to see them come to our level. Yeah. <laughs> and so oh, best way to do that's just to get smashed and abuse them. Yeah. Like let's make let's make things more hostile. Yeah. Like we I need love it. more rivalries. Like yeah. No, I think anything like any they can only help. All that stuff can only help. Hundred percent. Then I think the more team of more team style events. Yep. Like the Ryder Cup. I know, I know it's super hard to create because you're not going to go and like create like a Collingwood Carlton. Made no, exactly. But it's American. more a personal rivalry or a... Yeah, or a, like a match or play. A, or national rivalry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe maybe we should look at an Australian-New Zealand one and, oh, and maybe them. maybe start our own little Anzac one. We would flog them. They've only got one good golfer. We've got a plethora. Oh, well, from... Baby steps. If I was if I was a New Zealander, I would probably be pushing a professional status in that country. <laughs> wow. And I'm and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a decade away here. They're, <laughs> they're rubbish. Oh, and uh, thanks and uh, hello to all our New Zealand golfers listening. Hello to everyone in Etoroa, North and South Islands. Yes, hello and welcome. Um, and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and they've switched off. <laughs> Uh, my third buy is the AFL trade period. Oh, I bloody love it. Do you? I'll be honest. It's, You're sicker. It's better than Christmas. No, I don't love the periphery shit. I don't love the trade radio stuff and all that. And, yep. and look, they do a great job. Um, I'm sure, and the sponsors, I'm sure, love it. Um, and hello to them all. Um, but I just love the actual excitement of like. And we're not even two weeks after winning the flag, and I'm already horny for 24 because yeah. Lockie Schultz is going to come to the yeah, players. You know what I mean? A like, player you never looked at twice. Exactly. And, like, and you're you know, like, oh, he's, the, he's arguably the Wayne Gretzky of small forwards. Yeah, and suddenly he's become Gary Albert Jr. meets, yeah. um, <laughs> meets Cyril Rioli. Um, but he just, could be you know, a 400 gamer. But it just, it, it does, <laughs> it gives hope, and it's just, I don't know, I just, I've always loved it. You know, like if you're a Swan supporter, if there's any out there, you know, you're getting Grundy, you're getting Taylor Adams. Suddenly yeah. you're like, oh, geez, this is, ex-, you know, it Hang just. On. Reload. It's hope. I suppose what it yeah. is, it's uh, eight days of hope. Yeah, you uh, know Excitement what? and what could be, what might be. Oh, is Tom Hawkins coming to Collingwood? What's going on? Like, it's yeah. just all that. It's all hypothetical sh- shit and 5% of it gets done, but. I guess it kind of it kind of signals your team's intent as well. Yeah, true. Which is like a huge thing. True. Yeah. Where so where like a, where do they think they are? are they going heavy yeah. on the draft? Okay. Because yeah, it says it says a lot, really. Yeah. yeah about right. what sort of business they're doing and how yeah. much of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I do love it. I do love it. Yeah. No, it is a bit. I, I'm a, I'm a sicko for it too. Yeah. Maybe not as much of a sicko as you as you. Well, I, well, you I, might I'm sure there's. I'm sure soon. there's probably there's probably more sickos because I don't listen to trade radio and all that. But I do. No, do I. I will look at the. Um, is our um. A friend of the personal friend of the show and the Green Wedges, uh, uh, Rolly Beverage. He's on. Is he on Trade Radio? Well, no, I think he's more um, the AFL. Gettable, gettable. That's gettable. It. Which we can give which, a shout out. Now, to that's us. what I do listen to because that Very is a good. good program. Him and Carl Cal Cal Toomey, Kick yeah. It Toomey. They do. A uh, great they do a great job. job. So shout out to our boys there. Yeah, if, if you're genuinely curious about. The the draft and it, though they those two no, those two boys are all over it yeah gee whiz they're they're all over it like white on rice they're not they're not doing it for the uh, clicks they're not doing no. it for the um 
you know, for the headlines, they're doing it because they know. Yep. Very good. So uh, get around them. Yep. Get around them. Get around it. them. And I'll tell you what I'm getting around. What's that? This is actually a basketball-related buy. Wowee. I'm buying Grady Dick. Excuse me? I'm buying Grady Dick. I, I, you'll have to explain that one. Grady Dick, the Toronto Raptors' first-round pick. Grady Dick. That's his name, Grady Dick. Oh, if you say so. His name is Grady Dick. No, <laughs> And he's, I'll tell you what, he has got all the pizzazz to come with the name. Mm-hmm. He has, honestly, I've been watching clips from the... Multi-positional Dick? Oh, I don't know what position. I think I think he's a I think he's a shooting guard. Okay, but this this kid is he oozes swag. Nice. He oozes swag, and you know, yep. with a name like Grady Dick, mm. you need to bring you need to bring some attitude. You need to yep. bring some swag. You need to yep. bring some. You need to bring everything. You need to bring some big dick energy. And I tell you what, he does. Yep, and. I'm loving hearing the commentary just go and dick fires. <laughs> just, I'm going to watch the Raptors this year. I'm back on board. I'm, I mean, honestly, as a non-Raptors man, uh, again, my sunglasses are probably hiding the fact that I was looking at you like, what are you yeah. talking about? How did, but, you not, how did I know an NBA player that you, and you don't know? Well, I'm not a draft nuffy per se. Well, I am. Mm. Um, Grady Dick's got me back into the NBA. I did actually buy a Josh Giddy jersey, but it doesn't fit me. So I oh, quickly, okay. I'm quickly off the Thunder. I was on the Thunder for about five seconds. Well, maybe I'll, I'll buy it off. Let's talk after the show. We can talk after the show. Uh, it's a simple buy. Yeah, good. Loving the dick. I love that you uh, love the dick, and I love that you love the NBA. Yeah. You're back. Grady, if Grady Dick or any Toronto Raptors fans are watching, let's make some kind of group chat. I want to get involved this year. I want to be positive. Yeah, I like Because I'm like super negative, like most of the time. Yeah, no, I like a bit of positivity yeah. Positivity from you. Positivity. <laughs> uh, that's my last buy. Goodbye. Yep, go Grady. Um, sell. I, my first sell. You're going to sell me. No, I would never do that. Um, my first sell is the Melbourne Football Club. And I have never seen a club kick more own goals in a month <laughs> in the history of the game than the Demons have this month. So, we, so And, the, and uh, let me give you the timeline. So it started post-game after the Melbourne-Collingwood um, qualifying final when Brayshaw yep. was um, accidentally, as the tribunal found, knocked out. Uh, yep. Um, and Goodwin, in his press conference, was, you know, basically threw Maynard under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, the distraction and the circus around that whole event and incident, it, they might say internally that they weren't distracted in that, but honestly, on the Wednesday before they played Carlton in the semi, I was like, do these guys realise there's a game happening in two days? Like, it was, it felt like they couldn't, they could not be distracted yeah. to some degree, even if it was 1%. When you lose a game by one goal, maybe that that's all it took. Um so I thought that was I was bemused by the whole reaction and how they handled that. Um and then we go and then postseason we've got Clayton Oliver. I'm not gonna delve into the what's or why's or whatever. And then to round off exactly one month yeah. from the Brayshaw incident, we had Stephen May says hold my beer on the uh on the happy gas 
talking about how they should have smoked Collingwood. And that's fine. You can say all that. And normally you don't say it publicly. But as a Collingwood supporter, if, if there's one thing I could wish for heading into the 24th season, it's motivation. Yeah. Like, you know, they've just climbed the mountain. What, yeah, exactly. What, what can happen that could that's help them? That's what you them? need. You need, you, you need something. And what yeah. you need is a prominent opposition player saying, we reckon your flute do it well better than you. Yep. Um, there, there you go. There's your priest. Oh, we'll prove that we uh, didn't fluke it. Let's do it again. Like, what a what a month of own goals. Yeah, it's something. I mean, the only thing I'm really going to touch on there, I mean, Stephen May thinks silly. Like, I mean, I, I know a lot of professional athletes, they, they're just wired that way, right? Where they feel that. Which is, which is fine. Because Jordan Dawson fine. came out and said that he... Yeah, quite similar, yeah. Yeah, he said he texted a, a group chat saying, you know, take a look, take a good look. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I was okay with that. No, that's fine. But like a young a, group, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the Clayton Oliver thing, like it, it sits, it sits, it sits like the wrong way with me. Yeah. Because of the fact that this, we're talking about, we're talking about someone who's younger than me, right? And you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young man. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm 32 years old. If I was going through something like that, I would want. There to be some, I guess, some level of care, yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's a there has been a real lack of that. I'm not yeah. going to name names in the media, but there have been some genuinely horrific yeah. opinions. I think some people, takes. I think some people have had days they'd probably would rather, yeah, you know, take back. And uh, yeah, for me, from looking at as one human being looking at another human being who's potentially going through some stuff. It sort of makes me feel a bit sick in my stomach seeing. There's been a there's been a lack of empathy, I would say. Very lack of empathy. So, uh, you know, whether he plays footy again, whether he stays at Melbourne, goes to play anywhere, yeah. my my only real concern right now is is for his well being and whether. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I I I am just it was just my own opinion. Yeah, no, no, it was, wasn't whether, a, about whether it was yeah. leaked or not. Like it may absolutely you not have not. been. You hope not, but um. Yeah, I just think as a as a as a whole, that club had a shocking month. Yep, I oh, couldn't agree more. Uh, bad month, and uh, and you know, I hope Ang- Angus Brayshaw is doing all right as well. Because Absolutely, of course. History of concussions and yeah, same um, as uh, Nathan Murphy, which is you know, yeah, I did. They're both in the same camp, unfortunately. Yeah, which is you know, which is pretty scary. You saw yeah. you saw him fairly broken up. You know, I've had I've had. A, a number myself, and yep. I can attest to well, how dark yeah. of a place it can be. Yeah, well, he's had ten now, and that's really that's a lot. To get into that's a bad areas. Yeah, yeah. So, so hopefully no, for both of those, as long as, uh, he, as long as they all put their health first, because uh, post career is a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. My first sell is a absolute flog named Javo. Ah, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yep, yep. Thank God you know who this is. So, for those who don't know who Jarvo is, it's a this some fat meathead from England who, for some reason, he, I mean, he must be like a YouTube pranker or some crap. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Who, for some reason, shows up to cricket games full kit. Yep. And just walks onto the field and. Yeah, like. I don't know how he gets on so often. Oh, like I don't. And he wears a sixty-nine on the back of his jersey. Oh, like, that's a bit naughty. Oh, hilarious! Very clever. I just, 
I don't get it. Like, this is some of the most self-absorbed behaviour yeah. like, you could come across. There is zero... There are no people who are interested in this. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it, you're not entertaining anyone. You're just being a pest. You honestly are. You are genuinely being a pest. And like I, Peter Hall. Do you remember Peter Hall, the serial pest? Oh, because that, that's the guy who was at the Australian Open yeah. and the, the Melbourne Cup? Yeah. Yeah. And the Australian Uruguay. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah. Same sort of, same wheelhouse. Yeah. I, like, honestly, uh, this is probably the only time you'll ever hear me like say something nice about Virat Kohli. Virat, because he's done it to India a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, it may actually only be India he does it to. Okay. Uh, so... Yeah, Vera, he's obviously been he's obviously caught, and Virat Kohli's gone over to him, and he's said some. He's given him a bit of a barrage. <laughs> so honestly, hats off to Virat Kohli. I can't believe I yep. just said that. Yeah. Um. And this flog, honestly, just needs to he needs to ship off. Like, yep. I don't know, go to Ibiza where the rest of you like irrelevant, overweight Englishmen go well, to try and feel something. Well, um, let's hope he like storms a UFC fight or something. Oh. And then someone yeah. just gives him the ground and pound. <laughs> Fighting. <laughs> but seriously, I saw him I saw the news of him coming on and I was just like, Oh, surely we're oh, surely we're above this. Like talk yeah. about the pandemic of people. Mm. Like just yeah. it's just crap. Now ship off Java, you flog yeah, marinated flog. flog sauce. Dripping. It's a lot of it's a lot of flog sauce too, because mm. he's a big boy. Um, my next sell, and it's sort of similar. There's a few people doing it in the World Cup and and whatnot. And if you're doing it in local cricket, pull your head in. It's bowlers who are bowling with headgear, and by headgear I mean keep your cap on or got your bloody speed dealer sunnies on or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a no no. It's a no no. Yeah, it's a no no. It's it's floggish behaviour. You're not headbands? cool. Where do you stand with headbands? I'm okay with headbands. Okay, okay. but that's it. But sunglasses, caps, take it off, respect the game, yep. hand them over to the umpire and just go about your business. There are two people who can wear glasses. Who's that? While they bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the goat. Nathan Lyon. Yep. See, I, no. I'm no. Yep. I'm, I'm overruling you. Okay, overruled. And Mark Wall. Well, I love Mark yep. Wall. He can do whatever yep. he wants. They're the only two people who can wear glasses. Uh, well, goggles. and Todd Murphy, but they're different type of glasses. Yeah, he needs those. <laughs> and we actually, the prescription. We're going to need him to see where he's bowling. So, yeah. So, three people. So um, they all happen to be Australian. Yeah. Yeah. But anyone else, just don't do it. And especially local cricket, just take your hat off. Take your, your hat off. It's not hard. Off. Just, you're not, you're not cool. You walk, you, no, you, no, you're not cool. TV cricket from you, take them off. Yeah, and, and you're on Frogbox too, so we'll see. We'll see, it, and just respect the game. It's not hard. No. All we ask is that you respect the game. So if you if you think I'm targeting you, if you think I'm talking about you... I am. Then I am, and pull <laughs> your head in. Because we've watched the tape. <laughs> we know who you are. We know who you are. Uh, that's a good one. Thank you. My second sale, you're definitely not going to know who this guy is. This is a guy named Zach Hample, and I don't even care if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Now, this is a guy who's a baseball pest. Okay. This is a guy who he brags about, you know, catching home run balls. So he's caught thousands of... Oh, so he's just a crowd dude. He's just a crowd he's dude. He's not a baseballer. No, he's a baseball fanatic who goes to all these baseball games and catches balls and whatever. Yeah. And... Uh, and he's like a, you know, he's a YouTube celebrity and all this just crap. I swear, yeah. America breeds these 
Yeah, I know. It's like a, any other country, no one influencer cares. Um, yeah. culture, which is oh, it's a nonsense. It's trash. Uh, so the reason why I'm selling him is because he came back into my he came back into my news feed. Yep. And and I was like, that's I'm like I don't like I'm like I, I'm like oh I can't stand this guy. And then it led me to a tweet from a little bit of an old story. Okay. So the MLB actually played a game uh, in some kind of military base. Right. Now, you could only go to this game if you were an active military, uh, if you were you know, act- actively serving in the military. Or a veteran or just active, or, active or, or, or a veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was a special way where you bought tickets or whatever. So this guy went down to the area, right? And this photo, this is, this is, this is genuine. Yep. So this guy went down to whatever area it was and then went on Tinder, created a Tinder account with him. Mind you, the photo is him laying on a bunch of baseballs, <laughs> right? Yeah. And... And his profile basically, he's basically him bragging about what he is. And he was like, look, I need someone who's an active or, or a veteran yep. to buy me a ticket. Yep. Because they obviously need some kind of proof or whatever. And he goes, I'll pay you $1,000. He's like, I'm just here because I know I want to get baseballs. Yep. So this man stoops to this level where, like, don't get me wrong. I've been to a baseball game. I want to get a baseball. Sure. But... This sort of stuff, he's like 47. Yeah. And what he does is he like, he'll catch a baseball in front of a kid. Oh, yeah, one of those blokes. Yeah. yeah, and like he's got thousands of baseballs. Yeah. And just, there's just something really wrong about what he did. Like I'm, you know, I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be like a, I'm not like a Navy SEAL or whatever, a vet or I don't have like, you know, yeah, I can't flag. comment on whether I am or not. Yeah, exactly. With those glasses, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm worried about. I'm worried about who you're serving. Mm. But I just find that I, f- I found that story so wrong that like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stooping to that level, stooping um, to that level is just unbelievable. Like, how yeah. self-serving is that? Yeah, and shame on the person letting in. Hundred percent. If you needed a thousand dollars. You should have come to one of our many sponsors because they yeah, would have... we would have looked after you. We would have looked after you. Auto-Tune in Diamond Creek. Uh, Ultra-Tune. Ultra-Tune. <laughs> we may have just lost our only sponsor. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Hang on, start again. Ultra-Tune in Diamond Creek. But just, yeah, it, it needed to be It needed to be sold. It need, I don't know if it's a strong sell, but it... No, it, no, it's a good sell. It because needed to be sold. We work the full spectrum of the sports and yep. pop culture world, and that mm-hmm. is smack bang in between there. Yep, right between the eyes, Zach. Right between the eyes. So, Zach, get on the smack bus, mate. Yeah, take your seat next to F- big Phil Gould. Yeah, yeah piss off. Yeah. Uh, my last buy, and you might be able to... Um, I suppose this might resonate with you in some degree as being a... Uh, a national traveller, mm-hmm. um, various hotels around Australia and potentially oh, no. the world. Um, no, and look, it might be a little bit first world problem. In fact, it probably is. This is sounding real first world. But what I am selling is hotel pillows. Oh no, that's yeah, hundred percent. They 100%. are they're shy. Rubbish. Yep. And I've look, I have always had a bad back and neck. Like I've always, I've got to maintain a um, you know a, a positive. 
posture. I regularly mm-hmm. see uh, Osteo and, and g'day to uh, Dr. Roth if you're listening. Shout out. Um, but the pillows situation in hotels is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always one way or the other, right? Uh, well, for me, they're always way too soft. Yeah, like right. They have a, zero volume. You're a firm operator. I like it firm. Yeah. Um, and anything too soft yeah. is in the no-no basket. And I like I literally, there's been times where I'll, I'll, I'll throw all the pillows aside, grab like a cushion from the couch mm-hmm. because that's the only firm thing in the room. Shout out to Grady Dick again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if if you can relate. No. But well, I'm a I'm a firm pillow operator. Yeah, same. So we yeah. I've actually had the same. I've had the same pillow f- since I was about eighteen. Yep. Actually, shout out to my first girlfriend. Her mum actually got it for me for like a my birthday for some weird reason or that's Christmas. A, yeah, but that's actually a great present. Uh, unbelievable. I still use it. Yeah. So shout out to her. Shout um, out to her if she's listening. I doubt she will be. Um, but uh, I, I'm the, I, I dread going to anywhere without my pillow. Yeah, but it's hard to take your own pillow. Oh no, I would not. I'd never take it, my own pillow. No, exactly. So I what, just put I up mean, with it. Exactly same same as you. But yeah. um, gee whiz, it's it can really ruin your yeah. travel experience. Oh, hundred percent. Especially if you're um like I'm actually a little bit nervous because we're going we're actually going like caravanning. So in like a, a couple of weeks, we're going caravanning through WA. So you won't take your own pillow? Oh, I'm not sure yet. This, I think you should. I mean, this combo, um, potentially. I think you should. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit nervous about that. Yep. Because I'm a very particular sleeper. Same, yeah. yeah. I am a nightmare uh, in the sleep department. So, yeah, same. Um, but, yeah, soft pillows. Hotels, just give us an option. Yeah, exactly. Just give us – I don't care if it's too firm. firm. But just give us something. Don't yeah. just give us all this soft nonsense. Yeah, exactly. So uh, again, first word problems and apologies. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my last cell. Yeah, I'm going rogue with my last cell. Roguer than that? Oh yeah, it's you know what? I don't know. That's <laughs> that's, that's fairly rogue. So uh, have you ever watched the, the show Suits? Yeah, I never finished it. Nah, but, it turned to shit. I reckon. Well, I'm actually currently, I'm currently in season seven. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm going to finish it, but I'm seeing how crap it's turned. Yeah, right. I'm actually, I'm actually selling my last sale is Jessica Pearson. Jessica Pearson mm. is the, she a character in that she's show? The man, she's the managing director of she the, Pearson um, Inspector Lit. Was she the? Did she have red hair or something? No, she's oh. the, she's the, she's the the lead lawyer of the firm. Oh, I can't rem- remember her head, but yeah, okay. I'll show you a photo because mm-hmm. I need you to. I need you to be on board with this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this cell is just not going to make sense. Okay, well, let's uh, bear with us, please. Yeah, bear with us, please. Jessica Pearson. There you go. Oh, yes, I know exactly yep. who you're talking about. Yep, sorry, yep. So, of course. Of course. Um, and we'll put a um, little link to her head in yes, our... Yes, just in case. In the bio. Should, should be on the... The non non context. Yeah, post. look out for the non context. So the reason why I'm selling her is so the whole premise of suits. Spoiler alert: If you don't want to hear, just fast forward or end this episode. You've missed I don't the boat. Care. You've missed, You've the, missed boat. the boat. Uh, they hire a fraud. Yeah, is a, a the, Mike Ross is a never went to law school. Yeah, and yeah. she's and she's in on it right, and she's always she's always parading around, you know, mm. about you know calling you know him a fraud and all this sort of crap. Yeah, she she's broken the law. 
She broke. She's broken the law more times than I've ever seen anyone in a TV show, and that's including like bad guys, <laughs> like Walter White <laughs> didn't break the law as much as she did. Yep. And that's not even the thing she broke the worst. She broke. Uh, she broke Jeff Malone's heart. Mm. Now Jeff Malone was a lawyer who she was dating. Yep. Right, and she's just. For someone who's supposed to be like a managing director of a massive law firm in in New York, sounds a little bit. She's unstable. Mm. She's unreliable, mm. and there was so much hypocrisy with her words and actions that I just I've had I just had I've had enough. <laughs> like honestly, I had enough. Like she broke Jeff Malone's heart. How dare you? By not telling him the truth mm. when you know, and then she was like, oh, "I wanted to tell him the truth, but then it's too late." You know what? Bad luck. No. You lost a good man. Yeah, that's on you. It's on you. So Girlfriend. I'm selling her because she, she's one of my least favorite characters in in TV TV land in TV history. Yeah, mm. yeah. She 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 lost me from she lost me, she lost me early on because she's she's too tough, mm. right? She's too tough. Doesn't care. I I don't think she cares about her staff. And you know what? It's a it's a dictatorship style, my way or the highway, and that's no way to lead it. That's no way to lead a company, in my opinion. No, you can't lead a law firm like that. No, um, you can't lead any company like that, in my opinion. I will confirm that this is much more rogue than my hotel pillows. By the way, it is rogue. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering what I've been up to since footy's finished, <laughs> oh, we need sport. Someone, anything. <laughs> Oh, we need sport um, desperately. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, that's, well, I like that sell because I like I like the random ones. I yeah. like the little rogue ones that uh, that spring up, and that's definitely one of them. So, well done. Welcome, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, you're on the smack bus. If you do any more shady stuff, I'll put you up yeah. in front of the bar myself. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, that that rounds up. That wraps the, up the uh, stocky. Yeah, rounds up the stocky. We promised it. We didn't really promise it, but we no, sort we, of we preempted it. We so we well, we did. Th- it was, it was <laughs> a mild threat. <laughs> a mild threat about just going through some of the early shenanigans of what we've seen in the the silly, yeah, the, the silly tr- season. The trade period. I bloody love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, so I mean, Todd Goldstein to Essendon. Look, oh, uh, oh, I I think I I text you. About so you you spoke about you know how much you love the trade period and that yep, yep. and I sort of text you off air about like how much I I, I sort of loathe some of the parts of this yeah like yeah yeah the you know the trade week prem, you know premiership winners yep. you know the use of buzzwords like haul or yep. loaded all this sort or of money ball yeah all just just it's just like crap like look I mean Essendon. So Essendon, Essendon look like they've got Ben Mackay, Todd Goldstein, yep. Jade Gresham, Xavier Dersma. Yeah, and I reckon this is your point you made earlier about this in the stock market is really good about how it gives you an indication of where they think their list is at. Yeah. And they clearly think they're in the window. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, they no, they, uh, they 100% they do. I yeah. don't, I'm not convinced they are. And I don't know if yeah. these moves make them window open. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I mean, I've been. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I would agree. I think. Uh, I think at times last year they showed that there was certain. Sorry, they they showed that there was certainly 
thereabouts. Yeah. Um, their best was their best is thereabouts. Uh, you can't deny that. But yeah. Um, I just I, don't know if this does this beat Collingwood, Brisbane, Carlton, no, no, um, no. Giants, Sydney next year. I'm not, no, I'm not no. convinced it does. No, I think what you have to understand is Brisbane. Brisbane's grand final team gains. Uh, it gains Duday. Jack Jack Payne, Duday, and um, and Will Ashcroft. Ashcroft. Yeah. Like so, yeah. yeah. Look, Todd Goldstein, you know, as a backup ruckman to Draper. That's that's look. I get that. It's probably and it's a relationship with thing with Brad Scott. Um, I mean, don't even get me started on the compensation they got North Melbourne got for Harry McKay. McKay that's, it seems it seems uh, a bit rich. Ben McKay, sorry, Ben McKay. Um, yeah, that's. Pick three. Pick three is... He doesn't go pick three in that draft. No. No, he doesn't. He doesn't go... He might go top ten. I doubt it. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing, like, North Melbourne, like, well, we're thinking about matching it. It's like, no, you're not. No, of course you're not. No. You were just... You were possible. So now they have two, three, and four? Yeah. Yeah. Two, two, three... I mean, it's... it's, Look, you know, let's call it what it is. It's, It's the AFL giving them some priority picks but doing it in a different way. Yeah. Um, And... Surely, this is the last time. They, this is the last test. Ha- they can't get any more help after this. Yeah, I'll be honest. I actually don't really understand a hell of a lot about the compensation. Like, I'm get, the compensation works out to be like, I well, guess, yeah. what what they're paid. It's yeah, it's meant to be tenure, so contract length plus um, what they're paid each year. But it's very. Um, very confusing. Secret herbs and spices stuff. Yeah, and like, it should be transparent, right? Yeah. Well, because I know what it, I know what it is for the for the NHL. So the NHL, yeah. like, I don't know if you know what the NBA's is. Uh, I don't, but they don't get compensation for losing free. No, agents. That's, that's the thing is the yeah. NHL has restricted free agents and unrestricted. Yeah. So you have to play like I think like eight seasons. Yeah. To get unrestricted. Yeah. And so you you go, you're gone. Yeah, but restricted free agents. Basically, if a team a team can poach you, yeah, but and the team then has the ability to match to that match. deal, yeah, and it's based on like a, a dollar amount, so it, it's it's clear cut, and you get that team's pick. I think, like honestly, the AFL should lose compensation for losing free agents. That's that's the market, and yeah. you're either good enough as a club to hold that player, or you lose them and then use that cash somewhere else. Yeah, or they continue this, but you've got to make it transparent. Make it transparent. Oh, Which I'll never do because that means you're basically... Um, yeah, you leave yourself open to... to It can be rorted. Oh, no, no. Well, in, in terms of like, if we tell the public what the figures are, then play yeah, away as yeah, a public, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I don't want to do. Which I don't want to do, yeah. That, they, need to get rid of, they need to get rid of it. I think so, for sure. Because the only thing it does is it like, it just holds up it just holds up deals. It does, and it's there's it's, like there's like posturing with deals. Yeah, like we want to. But they. But again, this is the whole machine they built where they want this. They want they want this to drag on. And yeah, they want the clicks. But yeah, I, I don't. You know, like as I said, there's no there's no in a fair market. Um, ben McKay does Mackay McKay doesn't go for yeah. um, pick three. Like it's agreed craziness. I'm not saying he's not a bad player. No, but like, he's not. He's not that. The, so the the third pick in this draft, so the third pick in this draft, is likely uh, Colby McEachar, Zane Dersma, uh, Riley Sanders. Yep. 
unbelievable talents. Yeah. Especially Zane Dersmer and Colby McKetcher. All three of them are unbelievable. But if I had a pick between Ben McKay and those, or those three, yeah. I am taking those three exactly. every day and I'm yeah. running away laughing. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, it, you're right. It does. It signals an intent from Essendon. Yeah, oh, look, absolutely. Which uh, and look, I, 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 I like it. I've I, said, yeah, I do too. I've said this about um, when Frio went for Jackson. I like teams putting their plums on the table and yep. saying, "This is uh, you know, you got to be in it to win it." Same as Gold Coast when they went for Lockie Weller, right? They had yeah. all, they had all these issues with. Uh, you know, players who wanted to leave and he's wanted, wanted to come. Yeah. They go, oh, no worries. We've got the number two pick. You come with us. Yeah. I, I love that intent. And that's where I think, like, I'm not to, not to poo on my own profession, the analytics department uh, or the crowd. Hello. Welcome back. Yep. Uh, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a dollar value, there's a trade value to every player. Right? Yep. Every player's worth a certain amount. Yeah. But I think sometimes. You know what? Let's say Lockie Well is probably worth the, on paper, the twelfth, yeah, twelfth exactly. pick or lower. But you, but do, yeah. you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you need to send a message. So yeah, you're in a business, whether you're signalling intention or you know making a statement or you know just uh, using an opportunity to bring some, uh, you know, build culture, whatever yep. it might be. Yeah, whatever it might be. There, are, there are intrinsic values. Exactly, it's not all black and white. Yeah, it's not. No, no, absolutely not black yep. and white. Yep. Speaking of, Lockie Schultz apparently appears to want to head. Yeah, well, as I Collingwood. said, apparently he's turned into the the hybrid of Gary Ablett Jr. and Sirioli. Yep. I think the I did again. I was when someone told me, I was, or when I saw the news, I was like, "Is he any good?" I yes, can't. and I, then I looked. I believe and then I looked is. at his numbers. I was like, "Oh, geez, he's kicked thirty plus goals last two years. He's actually got a higher pressure rating than Bo McCreary." And when I saw that, I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" He he's one of those players that. Falls under the if he played in Victoria, yeah, bracket because he played in. Fre- How many people who don't go for Fremantle or are sickos like you and me watch yeah. Fremantle? Exactly, exactly. No, I had to look at the. I had to look again and just go. Hang on, is he? Yeah, he's. Uh, he, he's going to be a handful at Collingwood. Yep, if he gets in, I, I can only assume they don't nom- nominate clubs and not get there. Generally speaking, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I wonder what the what the price to pay is for that because. He is contracted for a year, I think. He's got one more year left, but then he's unrestricted oh, right, free, okay. so he can walk. Uh, yeah. And their compensation would be likely probably worse than what Collingwood have got. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think Freya are going to do it. They might, they might put up a bit of a fight, but they'll do it. Any? Is there other any ads you want from a Collingwood perspective? Um, I've heard that. The mumblings about um, Billings. I don't mind Billings as a left foot neat kick, and I reckon he'd work in that system pretty well. But um, again, like again, Collingwood's window is is open. Yeah, we're going for back to back. So if, if it's all you're if, all if, chips if, in, yeah, it's all chips in. If he thinks Billings can play a, a clean user off half back role, bring him in. I don't care about his age or yeah. or history. Um, yeah, so I've I've kind of mentioned him before as a potential trade, maybe potential trade bait. Do you? Are you floating a Finley McRae no. out there to try and get something? No, get another no, piece? No, no. Collingwood are all in on Finn. Right. He'll, he's he's the... Someone might need to tell Adam Cooney. Uh, he's got him in his 15-team trades. No, uh, pipe down, Coons. Um, 
No, no, you can't just get rid of all like we don't have a lot of like side bottom, Pendlebury, mm. Howe. I mean, we've just lost Adams. You can't keep getting rid of old pl- uh new players. You have no, to keep you have no, to keep like a, the, and he's he's had a dominant VFL year. Yeah, no, he had a very good It's same it's same with people um I've I found it pretty funny how people go, Oh, Schultz is in, that means Ginneman has to go. It's like, well no, Schultz is replacing Adams as a high half forward role. Mm. Ginnivan is Ginnivan. He's twenty. He's on a low, cheapest chips contract. I mean, and he Why, also, like unless it's behavioural, yeah. there's no absolutely no reason. Or you get an absolutely stunning offer. There's no reason to trade him at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, he also like found himself out of the team during yeah. the year. So it's not like uh, it's not like the you know the two roles can't exist. Like at some point, correct? Like Flyman Cray was like his role doesn't exist this week. So. Yeah, and that's and like you know, Bobby Hill might play in the wing in two years, and Bo McCurry Bob, might be Bobby Hill play squash. <laughs> play squ- forgetting about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and then Bo McCurry might go through, but so you need a Ginevan f- forward. Like, yeah, people are very short term focused during this time of year, especially yeah, big time. What about uh, Xavier Dersma? Are You sad to see him go? No, not really. I think the apparently according to the volcano. Mm. His his end of season meeting didn't go uh, swimmingly. And sort of wanted ask for more midfield time, and well, that's uh, a hard midfield to crack into. It's a hard midfield to crack into when you've got uh, a top five Brownlow medalist, top ten, and yeah, you know, you say what you want about say what you want about Horn Francis. Um, no, he's a he's a gun. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, no, nah, any any true football fan will admit he's a gun. I didn't. Uh, I, I did hear a rumor that. Dersma was quite banged up in the finals and probably, in, if it was home and away, wouldn't have played due to injury. Um, um, but, and that might... Because I don't reckon he had a great final series. No, he was terrible. So that would maybe correlate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a, I mean that's the that's the, that's the the problem at that time of year, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there's a, he's got, he'd have a lot of friends and then, in that boat. And then someone like an Essendon, do they grab him on the hope that he's... One day his brother might want to join him, and that's. Well, where, where are they drafting? Uh, well, they're not in the top. Well, North have got three of the top four. Yeah, um, Essendon would be around eight or nine, I'd imagine. He he, he goes before Essendon's pick unless they can trade him to yeah. that top five. I I, I can't emphasize this enough. Mm. His brother is going to be a superstar. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So if yeah. a North pick him. Yeah, and then in three, two, three years' time, they say, "Well, come across to the Bombers." Uh, if North yeah. is still rat shit, it's an interesting one because he, he wants more midfield time. I don't know, like, uh, I think, I think he gets it at Essen because they're he gets so more. Wa- he gets more of it at Essendon, but I don't think he's he's not playing all game there. Well, he's probably playing on the wing as well. Well, that's he plays, he plays on the wing now. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you can make the wing your own. But yeah, I look, just I just think Essendon is so one paced. Um, with mm. Merritt and Parrish, these guys. I think Dersma adds a different look. Yeah. Um, no hard feelings. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, we, As I said, that's a, that's a hell of a midfield to try and crack into at the moment. And we have, a clear, we have a clear need for picks and or points. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, you're after um, Radagalia. Radagalia. Uh, who's the Essendon kid? Uh, Zerk Thatcher. Zerk Thatcher. Um, and we need some Ruckman. So, look, on paper, Radagalia, 26, just coming into his prime. Yeah, I just feel like he's a, a, a not as good version of Alir, but anyway. No, but the thing is, right, 
and then this is what some people probably don't understand about Port Adelaide that I do because all I do is live, breathe, eat, and unfortunately, all you um, do is eat pear. All I do is eat pear. It, the problem, the problem with Alir this year, and you know when he came over, you know he had this unbelievable All Australian year. Yeah, it's because he was released. Yeah, but our backline is so thin. No, no, I'm, yeah, exactly. That, no, I'm not. Um, I'm not questioning his acquisition. I just feel like he. Redigalier probably plays that yeah. needs to be freed up roles rather than just your boom boom sea ball hit ball gorilla uh, type role. I don't know. I highly doubt they haven't been super open and transparent. That, with that's him. his new role will be. Well, his new role will yeah. be. Or maybe they're thinking, maybe they're thinking along the lines of uh, we've got a lever and a may sort yeah. of a setup. Yeah, true. No, hundred yeah. uh, percent. So Zerk Thatcher adds another and adds more depth. To a backline that doesn't really have any depth. Yeah, and uh, we need Ruckman more than I need um, serotonin some mornings. So Jordan Sweet we really the, do. Yep. Jordan Sweet was a VFL Ruckman of the year. Yep, hasn't looked too bad when he's played for. No, nah, well, I mean, he's, he's behind Tim English, so he's not going to get yeah. a game. So it makes sense. But moves pretty well. Like, there's there's plenty to work with there, and then I think they're they're trying to get Ivan Soldo. So. Yeah, look, like Ruck's clearly been out. Yeah, clearly it was, been out it was clearly an Achilles heel. Uh, Achilles heel, last yeah. So, um, just quickly before we leave the power, Travis Boak, should he play on? Yes. Ollie Wine, should he stay? Yes. Okay, very good. Um, one club I did want to quickly touch on, and I said this in the chat I was in, and I, again, this is maybe Collingwood aside, but if you ask me now who I think play off in a grand final next year, I would say... It's probably Sydney versus GWS. And I say that because of the Sydney bounce back after a grand final loss. Yeah. Young list. They If they can get Adams, Grundy, they've just grabbed Harms, I think it was. Or no, uh, Jordan. James Jordan, James, yeah. Harms yeah. went to the Western Bulldogs. When, sorry, yeah. Um, they've, they're, they're doing what Essendon are doing, but they've got a much better list to do it with. They're topping up. They're ready to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, and again, I think Giants are on that same Collingwood trajectory um, where they'll they'll come hard next year. But that aside, Sydney's moves, I'm, Sydney's, I like. Yeah, Sydney's moves signal signal. You know what? You know what my my worry would be. Mm-hmm. My worry would be with their keys. Yeah, my worry would be their keys, and it's for a, it's for a reason. You might not like. It's a weird reason. Okay, so. He, so just be patient with me. I will. So we came into <laughs> we came into this season right, spruiking Chad Warner. Yeah, you know, going like, oh, how good is? Yep. This is this is this is him. This is his midfield. All this sort of stuff. Yep. But I feel like it was probably too much for him to carry. Yep. Uh, Lance Franklin leaving is an enormous gap. Yep. As a personality. Yep. And you know Logan McDonald has been highly touted for a while. He's been allowed to have that, I guess, that development run. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's still. This is still a lot for him, Joel Amati. Yeah, yeah. Whoever no, else you throw. Well, in I feel there. like I feel like this is the Oscar Allen year for um, Logan. Like, yeah, right. like. You know, like so. Cool. Once Alan, well, I don't know if he'll be as good, but once Alan um, had Kennedy leave, he was able to sort of naturally step up. 
Now that Buddy's yeah. gone, he's going to get a lot more opportunity. I feel like if getting, he has an Oscar Allen year, they're playing well, in the grand final. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think he's as good a player as Oscar Allen. Yeah. Um, but to me, it sort of says getting Adams um, says to me that they're they're probably chips in on Heaney forward and and with Papley, maybe that's what they do. Maybe they just go with you they've know, accept they've accepted that hey, these guys are yeah. high half forwards. Maybe that's what maybe that's what it is, or maybe they just need a um, a stopgap for Callum Mills because he had an absolute meltdown on their Mad Monday. Yeah, whoopsies. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're one to watch. No, I, I think I'm bullish on Sydney next year. I reckon they'll be very um, yeah. They'll be top four in mine, and Eric uh, Errol Gordon. Errol Gordon. Gee whiz. The I, I know that the Brownlows are like a long way away, and all has happened a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, I think he's robbed. I I thought he was robbed too. That that was actually what looked like it was going to be a schnoozer, actually turned into like Epic. a pretty crazy finish. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, Gordon getting forty two and two goals and getting what was it? One vote. One vote. Oh boy. And but and even that's no one in that right mind watched that game and didn't say either Gordon or Petrarca was no. Was they were best. clearly one. Two. I did watch the game. They were clearly yeah. one two. Yeah. So that was that was um that was bizarre. Yeah. Very. Very, very wild scenes. Not to take anything away from Lockie Neal. Like, it's the... No, I mean, didn't make all Australian, didn't win their best and fairest, but um, no, it, good it's player. A, it's a template, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I, I... Yeah, look, this is a... Yeah. It's probably a whole other conversation, but don't touch the brand, though. No. Leave it alone. Don't give them stats. Just let them... Yeah. Leave it as it's always been. Yeah, but they made some... They made, made some, some boo-boos. They made some pretty big boo-boos. Yeah, they made more noticeable they boo-boos. They made more noticeable yeah. boo-boos than they normally do. Correct, yeah. So... Anyway, uh, anyway, any other any other um, player movement that's raised your eyebrows? No, not really. Would you be? Oh, I can. I can. I would be ninety nine percent sure that Geelong um, sign Hawkins up again. But the fact he wants two years, Geelong only want to offer one. If he left for two years, would you begrudge him, or would you say that's silly? No. Tom? no. I mean, Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith like almost went to the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah. Like the same thing, yeah. I wouldn't like. Uh, he he would instantly make Melbourne better. Yeah, and look, he, here's my here's my opinion on it. Right? How many flags has they won with him? Uh, I think he's won flag. two, he's, three, four. He's a three or four time premiership. Three or four time. No, he's three because he didn't play in the twenty eighteen. Three. So a two thousand eight. This yeah. is this is maybe like a top five. Player in club history? Top yeah. 10? Uh, top 10, yeah. Top 10 player in club history, easily top five forward. Oh, yeah. Three, oh, no, it's like, like arguably top five. Yep. Easily top 10. Three-time premiership player. Yeah. Leading goal kicker up the wazoo. Leading goal kicker. If he wants to play two years, yep. sign him for two years. Well, this is the thing, right? Like, Andrew Mackey, who's now list boss, who I can only assume is a great mate, um... Would, is the one digging his heels in potentially? So it it does yeah. make it very interesting. Um, Look, this I this, wouldn't begrudge him myself. I I think if nah. he wants to get two years, this is your livelihood. This is you only you know you retired for a long time. This is this is where this is where AFL teams lose me. How many players are allowed on a list? Forty four. Forty four. You know they they use the the throwaway line of you know he's taken away. So yeah, he's nah. taken away a spot. From he's a me, club from legend. Me. Just give him the two years. He's taken away a spot from a young kid. If or just put a performance trigger on it, right? Yeah. If there's a young, if there's a young kid who you're not getting 
in say the draft or whatever. Yeah. Usually the draft that that's what that's what the spot they're taking. Yeah. Chances are they're going super late in the draft. Yeah, exactly. You're probably not mathematically like historically so you're not really missing out on much. No, exactly, yeah. All right. So it's very rare that a player exactly. turns into a gem, yeah. Yeah, I just I just think from a from a yeah, and this is you know I've, maybe I'm not a part of the analytics community. Uh, I think if he wants to play two years, you give him the two years. No, I agree. You can do the performance thing. You know, say have a trigger if he kicks forty five. Yeah, goals it, might, it might be a games trigger, or a goals trigger, or whatever it yeah. might be. But um, I think he's deserved the right to if he if he genuinely thinks he's got two more years left. Yep. Then I I, I wouldn't begrudge him it. Yeah, and if, and if he would, thinks he needs to go somewhere else to get those two years, then yeah, do it. No, absolutely not. I think it would be a great shame if he did. If he if he hit the open market, I would be. Oh, poor, I would, oh if I was Collingwood or crap. Melbourne, I'd be bloody yeah, two get, years. Get, yeah, yeah, easy. Yep, easy. Yep. No, yep. I wouldn't even, even nothing to lose. Wouldn't think about it for a second. Yeah, same. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that that's that's one to watch. Yeah, I, saw, look, I was reading a tweet about it today, but it seemed a little. Seemed like it's starting to get a little messy. Yeah, it feels a bit messy, which yeah. is why I raised it because I thought there may actually be a little bit smoke to that fire. Mm. Yeah, well, for Colin, for sorry, for Geelong fans, actually, I don't really care about Geelong fans. So, yeah, keep listening though. Thank keep you. listening. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. let's uh, see how it plays out uh, next potty. We can wrap up the uh, the draft and That's trade period and. And and look at the winners and losers. Yes, yeah, we'll come back to you a lot a lot sooner than our typical yeah true. episode uh, uh, hiatuses have. Yeah, been. yeah, we've been uh, under the pump. Yep, I've got the uh, premiership hangover. So yeah, I don't <laughs> straight sets. So I've got plenty of time. Obviously, I got to get through suits first. But uh, <laughs> Tim, congratulations! Well, always again. a pleasure. And if uh, this year proved anything, it proved shop early. Yeah. Enjoy the, the rush. <laughs> Speaking of floating on air, mm-hmm. my first buy is Mascots Trucking Kids. What? Bull enough alert. My last sale is Chuppa Chup Rappers. <laughs> You're looking vibrant, relaxed, youthful. Thank you. Yes, I, I, um, I don't feel any of those things. But <laughs> Neither do I. I don't look at... <laughs> Where, 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 where? Oh, God. We've gone full nuffy.